Well, uh, that escalated quickly. What's up, everybody? Johnny English here with Broken Man Podcast. I'm not sure if I want to keep the uh, S on that or not. It's the the whole reason behind that. Somebody asked me about that. The whole reason behind the Broken Man Podcasts with the S on the end of it was uh, it serves. It actually serves two meanings, as in Broken Mankind Podcasts, or as in they podcast or I podcast as a broken man or multiple podcasts. So it's good. Kind of served a, a dual purpose, but I don't know. It sounds kind of weird. I, I don't know if I want to keep that, but anyway, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me once again. And it has been quite the week. Has it not? Um, I'll be honest. I've been struggling uh, quite a bit. And, and, uh, whether or not to actually, I, I've had it all kinds of time. I've had all kinds of time to do podcasts and, um, uh, I, I probably could have had six or seven podcasts up by now, but, uh, to be quite honest with you, I've been struggling and, uh, you know, especially, you know, with the whole coronavirus, all this, th- all this stuff going on, it's been an, an absolute hard time to stay away from you know from what from what broken man radio was uh i actually ran across some old i actually posted these on facebook uh, i actually for some reason i found a link to old broken man radio shows it was the period of time when i had uh i had my own station i believe koa live was the station and i was doing shows on there and it was right about the time that orion the orion talk radio network uh, where, where Popeye was, you guys, you know, you know, Popeye is and, uh, you know, down the rabbit hole. So, uh, he had, uh, they had invited me on to do a show on the station and, uh, it was kind of funny the the very first show, something happened. I can't even remember what happened. I think it was something to where they didn't have, so they had everything set up automatically through Skype and you had to basically be ready to go when they, you know, uh, you had to time it. It was timed. So when it was time for you to do your show, it would automatically switch over. You, you're you broadcasting through Skype on your end. And um, something happened. I can't remember exactly what, but it, it, the show didn't happen. It didn't, it didn't broadcast for some reason. They didn't have it set up. And I was very angry. I was a very angry man back then. And uh, I got very angry and came back on. And, man, I'm going to do, you know, screw you guys and this, that, and the other. Um, and I did a few more shows like that on my own station. It was kind of cool listening to the, some of those old shows. It really was. But considering the, the subject matter, the conspiracy type shows, you know, I, like I said on the uh, first podcast, this new iteration of, of the Broken Man podcast, he almost said radio. I said on the very first one that I want to do this for God. I'm going to try to do this for God, not for Johnny anymore, not for me. And that's what I was doing with Broken Man. I was trying to, you know, trying to be famous and trying to uh, be a talk radio show host and all this stuff, you know, you know, just it, it is what it is. Uh, 
Um, I had fun doing it, though. But um, I knew that's not what I was supposed to be doing. Even before that, the shock jock days and all that, you know, I, I knew that that was not what I was supposed to be doing. So, um, I, you know, when I said in the first podcast that I was, I, I, I just, I want to do this for God. I want to, I want to try my best to relate to you people what my beliefs are, why I believe the way I believe, and then maybe share some, some stuff from the Bible and maybe share some stories that might, you know, some of you that have been on the fence or some of you that, that used to believe or, or still believe sort of, but you kind of walked away like I did. You ran away. I ran away. I didn't walk. I ran. So that's what this is all about. And and, and I've tried so hard to stay away. And it, I've actually, I deleted Twitter. I deleted Instagram. So I'm, I, I'm down to Facebook and I'm stopping just short of deleting Facebook, which that might come pretty soon. Actually, I, I'm just at the point now, there is so much information out there about this virus. And, and I just, I don't even want to get into it. I really don't. There is some correlation there. It is to be talked about because it does relate to end times. And uh, I firmly believe we are in the end times. I firmly believe, I, I don't know when, you know, end time could, could be another hundred years. I don't know compared to, um, when you look at a hundred years versus the thousands of years we've been in existence, it, it's a very short time. It really is. You know, it's like, uh, it's like five minutes in an hour, you know, hours, not a long time, but five minutes compared to an hour is a very, very short time. You know what I'm saying? Five minutes could be forever. We all know five minutes can be forever. If you're really, really needing to do something, <laughs> if, if you're a, if you're in a hurry and you've got, you're on a, your time is, you know, kind of strained out there and, and, uh, five minutes could be a lifetime at times. So, uh, but anyway, so what I wanted to do with this episode and possibly if I don't get it done, you know, in another episode, cause I am trying to keep these two under 30 minutes. Uh, I would love to keep them down to 15 minutes and maybe at some point in time, if I do like Bible study or something of that nature, we can keep it down to 15 minutes because I won't ramble. I'll try to have something more structured. But anyway, so this episode, next episode possibly is my testimony for Jesus and why I believe in Jesus and why I believe in God and why I believe the Bible is true. So what I, I what I noticed on on uh, Facebook and stuff like that, people that were kind of excited that I was back doing podcast podcasting, and I really appreciate that. I really do. It is really nice to know that people actually did, you know, enjoy the old show and and, and stuff, and and you know thought I did a good enough job to where they wanted to listen again. However, I think a majority weren't ex expecting this. I don't think they were quite expecting this. They would rather me talk about other stuff, you know, government, you know, the old conspiracy stuff or whatever. Or anything but this. Not necessarily just the conspiracy stuff, but basically anything but God. And unfortunately for all of you who are expecting that, I cannot do that anymore. I just can't. You know, again, this is for God. This is for, uh, hopefully, if I just reach one person, if one person discovers the truth... And it doesn't even have to be through me. If it's somebody I mentioned, like Pastor Mike, I mentioned Pastor Mike Hoggard in the last video, or in the last, uh, almost said video, uh, the last uh, podcast, if you happen to just kind of wander off over to YouTube and you look up Michael Hoggard, H-O-G-G-A-R-D, and you get, you know, you start, re you, know, you know, watching those videos, 
and you come to Christ through him, hey, I'm perfectly happy with that. If 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 I at least am like a bridge to someone that can lead you, because I certainly don't deserve it. I certainly don't deserve anything from God at all, much less to be able to lead somebody to Christ. I mean, it's uh, as, as horrible as a person that I've been in my past. And some of you might not think it is that bad, but it, it really is. Sin's a sin. Sin is sin is sin. You know? Uh, but anyway, I noticed all this, you know, a lot of people, but, you know, it didn't get a lot of downloads in that first, uh, very few, as a matter of fact. And that's fine. This isn't about numbers either. I'm trying really hard. Really hard. Really hard not to be the old Johnny. And, and not get expect out of this what I expected out of the old shows. Back then, it was all about numbers and ratings, downloads. It's, it's not about that anymore. I'm not here for that anymore. It's tough. It really, really is tough. Just cracking the mic alone and doing these shows is, uh, you know, it brings back a lot of memories. Brings back a lot of stuff, and, and and throughout the week when when news was breaking, now we've got states you know that are getting ready to declare martial law after everybody was laughing at me earlier today, and then all of a sudden the story started breaking. It will pertain to end times prophecy. Trust me, we will get into it at some point in time, and who knows? I mean, this might be it. This might be it. I might get these two episodes out, and that might be it. That might be it for all of us. And hopefully, somebody will get something out of it. Hopefully, somebody will actually give their life to Christ that wouldn't have normally before. That would be awesome. That would be worth every bit of trouble I've gone through. Everything. If only one person. So... Uh, without further ado, now I'm not going to have ads. I've, I've thought about doing the ads, uh, and I probably will once we get the regular shows going. I just don't feel like it's appropriate to run ads while I'm trying to give my testimony. It sounds it's just creepy and weird. So uh, I'm not going to have the ads. I still haven't filled that. I have still haven't gotten that going yet. But uh, not that I would get anything out of it anyway, because nobody's downloading the show. But it, again, it doesn't matter. That's fine. Those of you that downloaded it, thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really do appreciate it. And I'm sorry if it's not meant for you, or I'm sorry if it's not for you. Well, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm, I feel bad for you because you took time out of your day thinking it's going to be the old Johnny English or the old show, and it's just not. I feel bad about that, but I don't feel sorry for what I believe, and I don't feel sorry for doing this for God. Okay, I I will not apologize to anybody for that. Nobody. So, uh, without further ado, I guess I should probably get started my testimony for Jesus Christ and why I believe in him and why I have come to the conclusion several times, not just once, several times, that he is who he says he was, and uh, meaning the Son of God. He is the he is God in, you know, in, in human form. I know a lot of people don't understand that. Maybe at some point we'll talk about it, but that's what I believe. I believe that King James Bible is the word of God, and it is the, uh, what is it, infallible? 
Is it un infallible or unfallible? I think it's infallible. Anyway, uh, I, I just I think it's you know perfect in its writing. A lot of people have problems with it, and that's fine too. You know, everybody's going to find problems with something they don't believe in. It's just that's human nature. And again, and and, and I do want to also let you know, it's not my job to convince you. This is not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to show you what God has done for me. If that leads to something later on that you believe or whatever, that's awesome. That's fantastic. But that's not the goal here. It's not my job to convert you at all. I'm not here to convert anyone. All I can do is plant the seeds and I can show you, use my life as an example. And if you can relate to that and, and maybe that brings you to God, that that's fantastic. I would be so happy. Matter of fact, I imagine some of the people that I've done radio with in the past, some of the guests I've had on, I know some of the things they believe. I know some of the new age beliefs they have, and some of them just don't believe at all. Some believe that all religion is um, used to control people, and most of them are. Don't get me wrong, I believe that. But Jesus Christ is not a religion. That Bible is not a religion. It is not a, it was not meant for that. Jesus never once said, and you'll never find it anywhere in the Bible where Jesus told his people to create a religion, name it after me, meaning Jesus, and take everybody's money. It never happened. It's never there. It's not there. It never happened. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is yours and yours alone by yourself. You can have a relationship with Jesus without, you could sit in your house or apartment or in a ditch, in the woods, in a box, in an alley, and you could have a relationship with Jesus Christ and never leave it. So uh, that's not a religion. Religion is a structured organizational type situation that is meant to control people. It is meant to keep you under control and to make you do things to be a part of that religion. One thing that Michael Hoggard has always said, Pastor Mike has always said, is there's only two religions in the world. And I, I still hate to use the word religion. But he said there really is only two in the entire world. There is Bible, King James Bible, those believers, and there's witchcraft. Those are the two. I will explain that in a future podcast. I will explain to you exactly what that means. It's very interesting. And if you really boil it, if you write it down and match it all out, it fits perfectly. So anyway, I'm not going to get into that right now because I said I've already, already been rambling for about 15 minutes. Um, so let's get started, shall we? My, uh, I feel like I have been, oh, what's the word? I've had these demons on me for a very long time. I don't know what happened in our family. I know I discovered some things later on. I remember things as a kid. I remember finding a Ouija board in my grandmother's house. I remember us playing with it. I remember some of us kids, cousins. I had a bunch of cousins. 
and we spent, I didn't have any brothers or sisters. So when they were over, you know, they were my brothers and sisters. Um, I remember us playing with that Ouija board. I also remember my mother and my grandmother going to psychics a lot. Like those little backwoods psychics, they go and you're going to meet a salt and peppered haired man. He's going to be rich. You know, that sort of thing. So there was stuff there in our family, but here's the, here's the catch. My mother and my grandmother used to sit. My mother and my grandmother had this huge grand piano. It was a nice, big, big, heavy, heavy piano. And they used to play that piano. They never took lessons. They learned by ear. They, they got, you know, kind of learned how to do it by ear. So they would play a lot of gospel music and sing gospel music just, just, just out of the blue, not on a Sunday or any, I mean, just, they'd just get together and sing. And it was beautiful. It really was. So, um, it was weird that I found all this other stuff and, and, and this will start to kind of make sense as I go along. So I remember as a very young child, I remember my, I can't remember if my mother was there too, because my mother wasn't around a lot. I was, my grandmother raised me mostly through my early years. Um, so I never bonded with my mother and that's something I regret, but it's something I can't get back. I can't make it happen. You know, I, I love her and I appreciate her bringing me in this world, but she did stay away a long, long time when I was a kid. So I really didn't have a mother. My grandmother, um, I kind of replaced her son, my uncle. He was killed on the very last day of high school. He was a senior, very last day of high school. They were out racing or something like that on the road. They had a car accident and he died on the very last day of high school. Can you imagine that? So I was there to replace him, basically. In a nutshell, I was there to replace him. There was a lot of jealousy in the family from the other uncles and aunts and cousins because I was kind of favored. I didn't really see it at the time, but they seemed to think that my grandmother favored me because I was there to replace Jimmy. His name is Jimmy. And uh, I guess, you know, I guess that's possible. So... Anyway, I was very small. I remember, I can't remember how old I was. I, I'm pretty sure I was probably, I'm going to guess, I would, I would almost go as far as saying preschool. It's literally the only, one of the very few memories I have from way back then. Or I could have been, um, I also, it could have been maybe first or second grade. But first grade, I was in a different town. My, I was actually living with my mom. But uh, so it could have been around second grade or something. But anyway, I, I know I was very small and my grandmother had a sitting room. You know how older people would have back in, or in the South or whatever, you'd have a, a sitting room with one set of furniture that you never use. And then you had the living room with the furniture you did use. So the grand piano was actually in the sitting room with the furniture that you weren't supposed to use, but I used it, you know. I had little Hot Wheels cars and stuff, and I used to, you know, my grandmother, she'd let me do pretty much anything. So I'm sitting there, and she had a Bible. She had a really, really, really old Bible. And it had those pictures. It had illustrations in the middle. It had pictures of all the main, the biggest events in the Bible, right? So you could, the parting of the Red Sea and, you know, all the important stuff, Jesus. And, you know, uh, there was a picture, I remember this. Uh, there was a picture of an angel being cast out from heaven 
it was one of the very first pictures. And I remember my grandmother, I don't know if she was playing the piano or if she was doing something else in the room or whatever, and I just had to be looking at this Bible. I see this picture and I, I look at it and I immediately feel bad. Like I feel empathy for the angel being cast out of heaven. I actually kind of felt bad. As I'm sort of, I'm one of those, I feel bad for people type people. However you, however you want to say it, empathy, empath, 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 whatever. But, uh, so I, I asked my grandmother, why is he being, and I for some reason I knew who it was. Like I knew it was Lucifer. And I asked, why was God, why did God kick him out of heaven? And she said, I can't even remember what she said. I, I have, I can't even remember what, what her answer was. I just remember saying those words. I remember seeing the picture like it was yesterday. That's what's so freaky about this. And the answer that she gave me, apparently I didn't like, and I, and I was mad at God. I, I said, I hate God. That's what I said. I remember saying it. Now, this is something I kept repressed and suppressed for years. It never went away. But I never really thought about it up until, I don't know, a year and a half or so ago, a couple of years maybe. And it really bothered me. Like, I started thinking, is there a curse on our family? Not just from that, but I, I just almost started wondering if there's some sort of curse on our family, maybe. Like, something, there was something happened in our family that was just, because there was some evil in our family. There was a lot of abuse. You know, I'm not going to get into it because, it again, like I said in the, in the first show, it doesn't matter. The details don't matter. So, uh, shortly after that, as I started getting older, um, I got in, you know, maybe a couple years later, I started being, getting sexual feelings very, very early, very early on. And again, there was a little bit of sexual stuff going on with family members. And, but it wasn't, I don't want to say it was, it wasn't caused by like, what happened with the family members didn't really cause what the, what I was doing. It was like the feelings were just came out of nowhere. And I know, I know we all hit puberty and we start getting these feelings. It's an, it's a natural thing, Johnny. No, I was very young. I was extremely young, way too young to be worried about that stuff. Now, Granted, I was by myself. I was a only child when my cousins and stuff weren't around. I had a few friends in the neighborhood, but I was pretty much kind of a loner guy. I was a loner kid. I was the weirdo in the block, you know. I'm, I've always been kind of weird, I guess. Didn't really care for people. So that stuck in my head that I said I hated God. And I felt bad for Lucifer for being kicked out because why would God kick him out for wanting, you know, again, for some reason I thought 
what a lot of new agers think now. I thought back then when I was just a small kid. See, a lot of new agers now think that Satan is the good guy and that God is the bad guy. Satan just wanted man to be free, wanted man to be able to experience all this stuff and have the freedom to go out and have sex and do drugs and rock and roll. It's part of the lie. It's a big, gigantic lie. So that was the beginning of my life as far as this goes. I, I moved around quite a bit when I was a kid. I've talked about this in past shows. I went to different schools a lot. And uh, it did affect me. I never had lifelong friends, which sucked. And just when you get used to a school, we would move, and then it would have to start all over again. My, I don't think my mom realized how much hell she put me through. I'm not sure. I don't think she did it on purpose, but that's largely what has shaped who I am and how I think. Not having those lifelong friends like a lot of other people do. Not everybody, but a lot of people. I know a lot of people that have lifelong friends. They went to the same damn school system their entire life from grade school all the way up to high school, you know. I never felt like I fit in anywhere. I always had this weird feeling that I was way different than everybody else. I had deja vu a lot when I was a kid. A lot. Like crazy deja vu. I've heard, yes, I've heard every damn report there is about deja vu and what it could be or could be or not be or is or was or whatever. But I had it a lot. It has gone down as I got older. I think it's part of that whole, there's a lot of people that have the potential to be psychics or to tap into that power. And, and apparently my family, maybe our bloodline or something like, like we were, we could have tapped into that power if we wanted to. We were closer to it than others. That's a possibility. I have taken that in as a possibility. So Maybe I have that, you know, that's part of the reason why Satan has been on me for a very, very long time. Preventing me, wanting to prevent me from doing anything for God. That, like, almost like, uh, and, and I stopped short of thinking this way. I know for, I've had a couple of friends tell me that maybe you were, you know, he's working on you so hard or trying to keep you down because he knows if he doesn't, you're going to, you know, put a big hurting on him somehow with something. I don't know what. As bad a person as I feel like and as bad of, of a center I am, I just don't see that. But I mean, anything's possible, right? So as I go, um, I would say right around eighth grade or so. How old's that? What is eighth grade? If, let's see, probably around 12, 11, 12-ish. Um, my mom was sort of into God and doing, you know, had me in church quite a bit in, uh, Addison, Alabama. That's where I actually ended up graduating, but I didn't stay there. Uh, after eighth grade, we moved again, yet again. And again, actually I moved two or three times before we came back to Addison and I was actually able to graduate high school there. But during this time they had 
a lot of churches for such a small town. We had a lot of churches. So one of the churches we went to had, it was a Baptist church and they had a big revival. I'm sure those of you that grew up in the South or whatever, you know what a revival is. And they brought in the speaker. He was very, uh, very good at what he did. He was very compelling. And I got baptized because of, you know, I, I thought I'd given my life to God and, Maybe I did. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, which probably means I didn't. But I got baptized. And uh, that's when the wheels kind of fell off. That's when I went way off the, the, the track. Instead of continuing on, then things kind of, then I started getting interested in girls more. And everything else, girls, music, cars, rock and roll, girls, rock and roll, girls, and rock and roll, and drinking, and girls. Sex was it. You know, I, I was interested in all that stuff. And, you know, I didn't really pay much attention to God after that. My mom was trying to, she actually had a, she owned a Christian bookstore for a little while. And she didn't manage it very well, ended up losing it. And, uh, that was kind of the downfall of the marriage with my stepfather and that whole deal with my stepfather. He was a, well, he was a dick to say the least. He was a, a, a raging alcoholic. So, um, there's a lot there. There's a little bit, a lot of mental abuse on me, a lot of physical abuse on my mother. Um, again, I'm not going to get into details, though some of you have lived through that before, and you've had to watch it. You've had to see it. There's nothing you could do. You feel helpless. As a child, you feel helpless. So in order to get out of this small town, I joined the military, and again, it just got it even crazier. I ended up getting married um, at a very young age because I was afraid to be alone. And we ended up moving out to El Paso. I was at Fort Bliss. And we never should have got married. So that didn't last very long. I mean, it, it just didn't last maybe a year and a half. During that marriage, um, she got pregnant and we decided uh, to have an abortion. We were actually in Texas, believe it or not. We had to go down to Austin. And I feel absolutely horrible about that. I I think I repented of that much, much later in life when I met my third wife. By the time I got to my third wife, and I had repented of that, and I think that's the only reason I have my kids now is because I repented of that abortion. Um, even though I didn't commit it, you know, I didn't do the abortion. I didn't necessarily talk her into, it was a mutual decision. I didn't, you know, it wasn't a one-sided thing. But I'm still partly responsible for that because I did help make the decision to do that. And I feel horrible about it. And I, that's haunted me for years. So, um, not long after that, we split up, you know, and I, I got out of the military. I took an early out 
and I ended up moving down to Florida. Uh, we got into a big fight. I was, we were staying with her parents. We got into a big fight and they kicked me out and I moved to Florida with my mom. My mom had moved down there after her separation and divorce from my stepfather. So I stayed with her for a little bit. And that's when I get into some drugs. I got into a lot of partying, more women. I was on the beach, y'all. I was in shape, too. <laughs> so I was in shape and on the beach. You know, I got into a lot of trouble down there. And so at this point, I still haven't even thought about God. I hadn't even thought about it, you know. Every once in a while, I'd creep in my head, but I'd just push it back with more booze or weed or girls or all three. You know, I, I was just stupid. Then I, I, I got in some trouble, got arrested, and um, part of that, I was on probation. And part of the probation of the program they had was if you go through your probation with no issues, your whole record gets expunged. They just take it off your record. Like the arrest never happened. And I was like, awesome. But I had a friend who was from the Quad Cities, was from around the Davenport area. That's the Quad Cities, Davenport, uh, Bettendorf, Rock Island, Moline. Rock Island, Moline's on the Illinois side of the river and Davenport, Bettendorf's on the Iowa side. That's why they call it the Quad Cities, even though there's more cities now. So they had so he had family lived in Alito, which is just I guess I guess it'd be kind of south of the Quad Cities. And I I wanted to get the hell away from Florida. I just could not stand Florida anymore. It was just a cesspool of evil at the time, and well, it probably still is in, in places. So we took a little. I, w I went and convinced my probation people. The cop dropped the charges all together. They let me off probation. We moved to the Quad Cities. Or not to the Quad Cities. We moved to Alito. Went through some, I went to a truck driving school eventually. And some the, the same friend I moved up there with actually introduced me to my second wife. Bless his heart. Nah, she's a, she was a really good woman. And I thought we were going to be okay. I was a really bad father. She had three girls. I was a really bad father to them. I really was because I didn't know how to be a father at all. And, and that's not an excuse. I'm just saying there's something inside of me that was just evil. I just didn't treat them and, and like that like I should. You know? And I feel really bad because they turned out to be really, really awesome. They've got awesome families. They're just way better people than I could ever dream to be. And I will always love those girls and always be proud of them. And I feel a big empty space because I walked out of their lives. So I'm not going to say what happened. We, we, again, we both made mistakes. Uh, we ended up getting a, a divorce. I can't remember if we actually went to church before. I don't think we did. Cause she was raised Catholic and I was definitely not Catholic. I definitely didn't want, I didn't want anything to do with Catholicism. I did know that. And I think I probably did research a little bit and I knew for a fact that I just Catholicism was definitely evil, evil, evil.
So that was around six years or so. And then I met my uh, current wife uh, through some friends. The one thing I realized is I never, I never lived alone. And I never actually developed a relationship on my own. I never met somebody in a place, developed a relationship, and then married them. It was always, it was always introduced, I was introduced by somebody else. I know sometimes that works out. A lot of times it does work out. For me, it didn't work out. So we, you know what? Actually, it's been almost 40 minutes. So I think what I'm going to do is, so we're going to stop right there for this episode. So we're, we're getting ready to, and to be quite honest, it's probably a good place to stop because there was more time involved between after I met my first wife until then the other two combined and then some. So uh, this is actually a really good time to stop and then we'll do the next episode, the next episode, uh, which will be BMR number three, will be the remainder of this story. And keep in mind, up until this point, not a lot has happened with the exception of very early on in my life and me running this entire time from the time that I got, uh, from the time I got baptized as a very young boy up until the point we're stopping at right now, I had been running away from God the entire time. I had been running as fast as I possibly could. Even though I knew better, but I ran anyway. So just keep that in mind. So, um, okay. I went longer than I wanted to. I definitely want to thank you guys for listening, checking me out. Um, hopefully if this, you know, if it helps you, if at some point I can help you guys in any way, shape or form, again, if you want to ask me questions, brokenmanradio at gmail.com. That is the best way to get a hold of me. Just email me and I will try to answer your questions as best I can. Again, in the future, we're going to have Bible stuff. We're going to look up stuff in the Bible. We're going to talk about all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there about what Christianity is and what it isn't. And I would like to try to clear that up as best I possibly can because times are going to get rough. You think this is bad? You ain't seen nothing yet. There's a lot coming, and it's coming quick, and you better be ready. I want all of you to be ready. I want all of you. I want to see every one of you. Every damn one of you, I want to see you in heaven. Every one of you. I got some, you know, close friends I did the radio with and stuff like that. I would, I used to dream about, man, how great it would be to see them giving their heart over to Jesus. How I would, I don't even know if I could take it. I, don't, I think I would probably just explode with joy. But they're so, <clears throat> they're just so ingrained in their beliefs and they just believe so much that, that it's all garbage and they just, because they, maybe they've read the Bible, but they really haven't paid attention, you know, and I hope someday they're able to, and I hope someday they come to Jesus and understand that book is not a religion. That book is a guide for life. And it is, it, it's, it's a book of love. It's a book of salvation. 
People love to nitpick and pick out, oh, well, why did God send the armies in and do this and slaughter the entire families and all entire villages? We'll get into that at some point, okay? We'll get into that. But So next episode, we're going to pick up with my third wife, uh, who I'm actually still technically married to. And uh, we'll start there because this is when it gets, this is when God finally, I, start, I finally start reaching back out to Jesus. And I, re- I reach back out to God. And some really cool stuff happens to me. So make sure you listen, and uh, we'll catch you again real, real soon. Thank you again. I love you all, and uh, I hope some of you at some point that haven't given your lives to Jesus, I hope it happens. I really, really do. I love you, and we'll see you again real, real soon.